Well, hello and good morning. It's Mondays with Mike and Mary, and I'm Mike. And I'm Mary. That's how we got the name. Uh-huh. How are you doing? Here's our podcast for the week. It's our chance to look back on our most recent coaching calls in the R-Squared Coaching Program and pick out some highlights for you in the hopes that, A, you share them with your friends, and B, they help you make more money, have more fun, and more balance and peace in your real estate business. Oh, is that why we're doing this? Something like that. Ah, I like it. All right. Got a parade of techniques, Mr. You know, I do. You know what I loved about this week's calls? Well, other than the fact that they're our most favorite people on our calls. That's one of the things. Mm -hmm. But this week, there was a theme. Oh, not again. Yes. This is like resonates. It's synchronicity. uh Aha. Must be happening. It's in the ether. It's out there. All right. Anyway, we're coming up on late March, and something happens the first day of spring, March 20th. You know what it is, don't oh, you? Oh, a time change. No, no that's, that's sooner. Yeah. Okay. Not um, daylight savings time. Uh, spring? It's called match day. Oh. Yes. Is that where you light a match? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's where people get matched up with hospitals. You know, there's people out there spending a fortune to go through the education required to become a physician. Right. And at a point in time, they get assigned to a hospital as a residency. And March 20th is the day when all the residents all over the country get matched up with the hospital of their choice or the hospital's choice. It's kind of a computer algorithm that does it. But that means... There are newly minted physicians moving in to a neighborhood. Guess what doctors buy? Houses. That's right. Aha. Uh-huh. And one of our students is real smart because she's built a relationship with her local resident coordinator at a local hospital in just one of the many specialties. And they bring in anywhere from three to six new residents every single year. So how does she do that? First, she built the relationship with the person behind the desk that's right. in charge of bringing them in. And then becomes the real estate specialist for these new residents coming in and gives them a tour of the area when they come in for their interviews. Which is when? November. Oh. Yeah. See, first they interview, then they put their hopes and wishes and dreams as to where they want to be placed into the computer and the hospitals after interviewing them put their choices into the computer, and the computer matches them up. And then on March 20th, they find out where they're going to live. And she calls them, introduces them to the area, welcomes them, and finds them a house. So this would be a good time to mention this. It's maybe too late to sell them a house for this year, but if you started building the relationship now, and then you offered a tour of your yes. community to any prospective residents that are looking in this area or considering your area. And then you followed up and followed up and followed up. Bing. Build a relationship with resident coordinators. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. How many of our students used to work at a hospital or know someone that works at a hospital or went to a hospital to visit somebody or, or were born in a hospital? Drive past a hospital. <laughs> I don't even think you need to be qualified. It, other than have your license, eh? How I about have you? A parade of techniques. I was hoping. Yeah. So we have a wonderful student who is a Get By Giving Award winner and in the last few years has said, put together a package. 
you know, full color, talks about you, what you do, and you can use it for your buyers or sellers. You can drop it off at a for sale by owner. Um, you could use it at your appointment or you could use it as a pre-appointment package. So we have a student that did that. She made a hundred copies. She carries them around. She can send it electronically, but here's what the power of what that has done for her. Here's what she said. I prospect better. I am always ready. If someone says to me, can you meet me at two o'clock this afternoon? Yes, because even if I don't have time to prepare, I'm already prepared. All I have to do is take out that appointment, pre-appointment or appointment package that talks about me. It keeps me on track. And, you know, the days of people looking at your website, I'm not so sure that's the way we really get buyers and sellers. If you have a landing page, that's about all you really need. They're looking at that. And then, you know, what if you could send them an electronic package? So anyway, get yourself an electronic package. I love that idea. Yep. One of the questions I got this week was about, is is our listing presentation antiquated? Oh. Do we need to tweak it for today's modern seller? Uh, it needs to and, be tweaked every 10 or 12 months anyway, no matter yeah. what. Yeah. And the yeah. consensus was, you know what people want to know? Who you are. Yeah. And what's their house going to sell for? What are you going to do to get it sold? Yeah. That's all they really want to know. You don't have to put on that whiz-bang presentation. You got to look like you know what you're doing. And be prepared to beat out the competition. Exactly. Which is a presentation. Oh, and stay on track. Oh, yeah. All of that. Take things. But here's my theme. Oh, good. I'm going to ask the experts. All right. Because one question was, is there a, and I love the way this was phrased, a discreet, respectful way to work deaths? Oh, you mean like ambulance chasing? No, hearse, yeah. hearse chasing. And and the immediate reaction from everyone on the <gasps> call was, ew. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, that's not us. But what aren't we, aren't we concerned with everything that happens to people from birth to death? Aren't we concerned with, more often than not, helping people solve their real estate problems when they're in a transition? No matter what it is, whether they're upsizing, downsizing, right-sizing, death, divorce, transfer, no matter what it is, we work with families in life transition. Oh, that's a cool phrase, life transition. Yeah. I'm a life transition specialist. I specialize in real estate solutions for families in life transition. Aww. And that came along with another question that was, I want to network with some professionals. How do I approach them it's to build that relationship? Now, our parade of techniques was about go build a relationship with the placement coordinator. There are lots of professionals out there who deal in helping people who are in life transition. That's right. Oh. It's, I think it's just as important as your book of business. So the question was, how do I approach them to, to establish that relationship? Okay. Um, what's my fair trade? And, I mean, you could sit at the Capitol Grill and have a beer with the attorneys hanging out there um, and try to do that. You know, one solution was, well, I'd rather get 20 referrals from one attorney than one referral from 20 attorneys because I only have to build one relationship. 
And that's kind of fun, but also it's who do you know who? And it's, it's perfect your elevator speech like we, we teach and like they use in BNI and well, if you a, come to our events, we, have, we practiced, and, we practiced yeah. that. How do you describe what you do? But my answer for all of this was, first of all, position yourself that I offer real estate solutions to families who are in life transition. That's your five-second elevator speech. All right. And let's say I meet a professional. I've decided on a specialty, something I want to niche in. Maybe it's seniors. Maybe it's divorce. Maybe it's transfers. It doesn't even matter. What you do is you think of who are the professionals associated with that transition that people are going through. Sure. And you go to them and you'd use the five-question method. You remember that? Why don't you share it with us? I invented it. So here it is. It's number one, do you accept referrals in your business? That's what you do first. You don't go and ask for them. Right. What you do is you offer. Right. Hey, in in my business, I come across people who are in life transitions all the time because I specialize in helping people with real estate solutions who are in those transition periods. Do you accept referrals into your business? Yes. Oh, good. Who is your best customer? In other words, describe to me who exactly you're looking for. All right. Now, if I come across somebody like that, the third question is, what would you want me to say to them about you? In other words, give me your elevator speech. Let me learn your elevator speech. What would you want me to say to them about you? And then the fourth question is, how would you like me to connect you? You know, is your method of communication of choice, is it email? Is it phone? Is it text? You know, what is it? How would you like me to get you and my client together? Got it. Oh, this the, is very giving. And the All fifth question. Oh, I bet here it comes. The yeah. Drum roll, please. Would you be willing to trade referrals? Love it. If you came across somebody, you know, because we know that there are reciprocal relationships going on all the time. Some of them are not equal. Right. Sometimes we give a loan officer 52 prospects before we ever get one back. Mm -hmm. That you should keep an eye on, by the way. But if you establish up front that you're willing to give, well, what's our philosophy? What's the core value? Right. You get by giving. It's also that philosophy that you and I have, that if you're willing to give what you have, you'll always get Get what what you you need. need. You betcha. Yeah. So, I like that. There's my Ask the Experts for nice, this week. That was nice, darling. Do you have one? I do, of course, of course. Well. Yeah, we've got a student who got a listing. And these folks have lived in their house for over 30 years. They're not in a hurry. So instead of listing it where she wanted it at 300000 they listed it at three nineteen. We don't need it to sell in one day, in one week. We are not in a hurry. They can speculate. Well, yeah. So now it's been on the market for a whole week. Want to guess how many showings they had? Uh, none. That's right. <laughs> so our student came to her. Are our the sellers coach. panicking? No. Oh, good. They're is, not pressuring her. Is the listing agent panicking? The listing agent is freaking out ah. because there's been no showings and it's a whole week. And she's saying, all right, what am I going to say when I meet with these sellers? I've got, to, I've got to meet with these sellers and get a price reduction. So she got a little bit of dialogue. Um, but what's, you know what I'm going to say? What's the bottom line here? I don't know. Chill, for Pete's <laughs> sake. So what? They're happy. 
You're happy. Are you going to get paid? Yes. Did you take a one-week listing length? No. You've got a normal length listing. You've got plenty of time to get the job done for them. Um, look at your stats on Zillow. Look at how many um, hits you got on, on your website. You can do some, what are those called when you look at numbers and you study what they mean? There's a word for that. Analysis. Oh, okay. Do an analysis <laughs> and, and see how many people are looking and keep track of that. How many people are looking online? They haven't booked a showing. Um, one of the students said, hey, they're waiting for the price to come down. But really, between 300 and 320, 319, that's what, 5%? That's not way, way over the true value of the property. So, you know, I think sometimes when the market is really fast, when we have 18 offers on one property, we can sort of lose our mind when we have no offers, when the market is all of a sudden slow on one particular house. But relax, it's going to sell. Take a deep breath. Yeah, and, you know, serve your people. And I, I really believe that's what she's doing, and that's what she did by, by taking it at that price. I think it's okay to do that. So You want to take the pressure off? Is that a yes, no? What? Yes, Are you asking yes, me? No. Uh huh. Oh, am I supposed to say yes then? Did here's, you want to try Here's that one again? of the smartest things I ever heard somebody say on R squared. Okay. When it comes to pricing, we know our marketing works. We're just testing the price. Yeah. Let the market tell us what to do. Yeah. Take a deep breath. Okay. Yeah. And you know what? I think one of the smartest things I ever heard with regard to pricing was the Floyd Wickman pricing oh, presentation. It takes all the pressure oh off. Oh my gosh, because it shows you how time and price are in direct relationship with one another. These folks are not in a hurry. Give them a break. And the thing I love most about it is you never have to tell somebody they can't get the price they want. Oh, I know. There's no arguing whatsoever. It's wonderful. I yeah. know. Come to session four. Oh, thank you so much for listening to our podcasts and spreading the word. You betcha. We really appreciate it. I hear such lovely things from people, and I can't say thank you enough. People in our business don't say it enough. So thank, you, thank, thank, you, thank, you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We love you. <laughs>